You are now listening to the Whip Cream Podcast with Bianca Harris. You are listening to the first episode of Whip Wellness. I believe a conversation about mental health and wellness was really necessary for us to incorporate into this podcast. Each week, we bring on experts to pick their brain about how we can incorporate wellness into our everyday lives. We touch on mental health, spirituality, gratitude, nutrition, and a ton more. On this first episode, we have my mom, who's a yoga teacher and one of my dear friends and yoga teacher, Amanda Vitaro. Hope you enjoy this episode. Please don't forget to review this podcast and subscribe. Thank you for listening. So this is our first whip wellness episode and um, we're doing a pop-up shop actually this weekend called breathe and stop. If you haven't heard about it, it's a meditation workshop that we're doing and it's our first kind of like wellness event that we have going on. So I have on the two ladies that are going to be leading the meditation for us. One of which is my mom. Say hi. Hi there. (laughs) And Amanda Vitaro, which is my friend and yoga teacher. Hello. Um, so we're just going to kind of be going in, like chatting about, um, why we started the, like why we're doing the workshop. They're making me nervous. But <laughs> and, um, why breathing is so important and just kind of like, they're both yoga teachers and have a strong background in like meditating and what else you guys tell them. You want me to go first? <laughs> go ahead. Okay. So I been practicing yoga for seven years, um, teaching for five, and in the last few years of my practice, I started to become a lot more drawn to the what I refer to now as inner yoga, um, and that's basically what yoga is. There's this misconception that yoga is just postures and in heated classes or whatever type of studio you're in, but it really is the work on the inside that we do that matters and the physical practice of it is what led me to want to explore that more. Um, So last year I decided to take meditation, a 10 month meditation training course which is called Living Meditation. Wow, that's long. Yeah, yeah it was long, almost a year. Um, And the point of living meditation is basically to free yourself from all of the blockages and and things that bind us in our life so that way you're working every day to really embrace the day embrace the moment and also um, <laughs> podcasts are not live mom <laughs> No one can see us, and this is not live. <laughs> my mom just whispered, is this live? <laughs> oh my God, so sorry, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, embrace every day, but also navigate through life um, in a more graceful and surrendered way. As you said all that deep, amazing things, I was so distracted by your eyebrows that I couldn't even listen to what you were saying because they were so nice. I was like, everything you're saying is great, but I was looking at your eyebrows the entire time. I couldn't even pay attention. 
So I hope you guys got all that. So my mom is very scared and nervous to be on this show for absolutely no reason. But tell them a little bit about how long you've been practicing and what your practice entails, if, if that makes sense. Um, I've been practicing, I don't know for how long now. It's been quite a few years. So obviously it's the Like 10? Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. And then, of course I was drawn to the practice first by the physical part of it, because I'm very physical. Um, but then it evolved into, and if you practice regularly, it evolves into a more spiritual practice, which entails a lot of breathing. Um, so yeah, I'm really interested in the breathing and the meditation. Um, meditating on and off for a long time, but now it's consistent practice. It's just a matter, matter of really um, just sitting quietly and um, connecting with yourself, with the you know self as the big S, right? Your essence. Um, we're always going, going, going. That it seems unnatural to sit quietly or even take a walk quietly with no, um, with uh, no worries about getting onto our technology, the phones, the Twitter, the face. We're always doing that, right? So or we're onto live podcasts. <laughs> or onto live podcasts. <laughs> So really just taking the opportunity to step back and stop and really stop um, and be still and quiet. Yeah. And now we said this the other day where it's like um, being on our phones all the time or connected all the time, checking Instagram all the time or checking Facebook all the time. You're kind of wasting those moments in the day, in the short time frame of the day that you have and you're alienating yourself from your life rather than embracing your day and being in your day and that's not to say that you can't ever go on Facebook or, or Instagram but it's a matter of detachment and detaching yourself from all of those kind of feelings that come along with it so that like, like whether it's like the fear of missing out or uh, anxieties or insecurities that come along with like scrolling through someone else's feed and we, we practice detachment through meditation and through yoga which is a huge part of it in allowing yourself to kind of live from a more grounded and steady place where you're not always overwhelmed by emotions or feelings or insecurities or anxieties that start to pop up randomly throughout the day and they don't lead your life anymore. Yeah. So if you guys can't make it out to the um, event that we're doing this weekend, this is kind of just like a little bit of what we're going to be talking about at the event and also something that I wanted to bring into WIP just because I think it's really important and it's helped me get through some really stressful times and I'm not always consistent with it so it's like important to not beat yourself up if you can't fucking meditate every day um even if I like last night I was just like I'm just I can't I haven't been able to get into it lately but I just did like four minutes mm -hmm. I think on like Headspace app or something yeah. like that and even that just like calmed me down a ton yeah. and I just went to sleep right away because I haven't been able to do like the longer right. ones lately I just have like sometimes I feel like if you can't you're not in that space to do it it's like better for me not to push myself and just like do like smaller bursts Absolutely. of it yeah for sure so that worked really well but um, I just wanted to like bring this more into what I'm doing with my work because I think it is really important. I want to like explore so many different ways of like wellness, whatever that is. So, yeah. 
Um, that's why I think this conversation is important to have. But we were all talking the other night for like fucking three hours or something just about, I don't even remember, but most of it was like about breathing and like how much we're um, just obsessed with like, I know for me, my job is heavily, that's the dog working, heavily um, based on being on my phone. Mm-hmm. So like it can give me major, major anxiety, like all the things you said, like yeah. fear of missing out. Why am I not there yet? Comparing yourself to other people, like da 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 and that's really valid. The meditation, though, I think helps, would help. It's not that you can't be on your phone, you do your work mm-hmm. on that, but it allows you to step back and get into a different state of mind so that when you do approach your day, it's actually in a different state, in a calmer state, so that you can approach it and do your work and feel happy about doing your work and not being stressed. Um, so if you meditate regularly, whether it's for a few minutes or you, you, know, you work up to 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever it is for you, it allows you to move into your day in a different state of mind um, so that you're doing the same things, but only you're doing it in a more calm, relaxed and happy um, state. Um, very, very different. Um, than going through your day and being frantic and going, oh my God, I got to get this done, got to get that done. You're still going to have all that stuff to do, but you just do it from a different place. Right. A friend of right? mine said to me, I asked him how he was doing because his aunt, like we were texting and his answers were like super short. So yeah. I was like, what's going on? Like, all I said was, are you okay? And he's just like, I'm doing a million things and like, but like nothing's getting done. Right. And I was like, I feel like that's so much. It's like when you're doing all those things, it's like it doesn't necessarily mean you're being productive. Exactly. And that's kind of like what you said the other night, how it's like if you're doing one thing, then just do the one thing. Like, And you'll, and you'll be more productive. Exactly. You get that thing done, move on to the next one. Versus, yeah, but say how you said it the other day. You said it was well, good. The thing that I, that I always think about or, or, or talked about is, especially today modern society you feel like if you're going to be still for a while it's unproductive in fact it's actually the opposite so if you actually sit quietly for a while and meditate mm-hmm. um, or your meditation could even be walking and looking up at the sky or being with nature okay um, so whatever that is you actually will be more productive you tap into that space that allows you to be more productive more creative um, so yeah it's actually the opposite um, but you got to do it. Like yeah. we'll talk about it and we'll open up that space to talking, but you really got to try and you'll see uh, when you start to see the benefits when you practice regularly right. going, oh my God, this is so different. Oh my God, I'm on my phone, but I don't feel stressed. Yeah. And you'll also not always feel the need to tap in all the time. Mm-hmm. You can find that time for yourself. And actually you really crave for it. When you start doing it, right, you really yeah. crave to be by yourself, quiet, that stillness. And there's so many different types of meditation. You can do guided meditation. You can do stillness. You can focus on the breath. You can do mantras, focus on word. Mm-hmm. There's millions of kinds of meditation. And, um, and you've got to stop saying you don't have time because mm-hmm. make time to go on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all kinds yeah. of stuff. So Make time to stop, masturbate. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, um, I totally, like for me, like I, to- I totally agree with... Um, like meditating whenever you can. Like for me, I don't have a certain time of day because my, my schedule is always different. So uh, I can't meditate every single morning at the same time. And also you might find that that just doesn't work for you. There's certain times of day where like your energy levels are different. And if you're like kind of coming home from work and trying to meditate, then you might be too tired to meditate kind of thing. Um, so you'll find like a kind of flow of what works for you in terms of when to meditate. But 
I think at, at, when you're starting a meditation practice, it is important to find somewhat of a routine. So if that means it, you're, it's, you're, for sure. you're creating a discipline for yourself. So if that means that you're going to wake up a little bit earlier every morning to make sure that you meditate at, for a certain amount of time every single day, then that's perfect. And then your practice starts to evolve into okay, I, I, I cannot go without meditating today, so I'm going to do it maybe in the afternoon when I have time. And then maybe I'm going to do it for a little longer now. So it's constantly changing, and also what you're meditating or how you're meditating is changing as well. So like you said, it doesn't necessarily always have to be that you're sitting in a quiet room and meditating with yourself. It could be a meditative walk. It could be... Um, like you said, mantras, there's so many different types of meditation. And you find what works for you eventually. Um, I just think it's about like exposing yourself to all the different types. And then there's a different one that you'll need every single day. Or maybe it's the same one for you every single day. For me, I use like what I was when I was like meditating consistently all the time was when I was doing our event that we did last year, which yeah. was like probably the most emotionally draining, physically, mentally draining thing I've ever yeah. had to deal with. And I don't think if I didn't meditate, I would have been able to get through it. Like there's no question. But I also use it to manifest. So yeah. like during my meditations, Absolutely. I would visualize things that I wanted to happen and like numbers, yeah. like numbers that I needed to hit people that I wanted to like, I would literally visualize them walking through the door and like all these different things. I feel like the only reason anything like anything happened the way I planned it mm -hmm. to happen is because I like literally visualized it happening. Yeah, for sure. Well, when you're meditating, it's all about the vibration that you're kind of putting out, and that and if that's the type of vibration you're putting out, that's what is going to come to. You. That's the idea, right? Absolutely. I don't know. I just hope. <clears throat> You don't have to get into yoga to be into meditation, but a lot of us have this um, longing and we don't really necessarily know what it is. And it's that, you know, that feeling of waking up every day unhappy, even though you might have everything in the world or that just like underlying sadness that we all tend to carry with us. And I like to look at that as a longing to come into connection with your true self and come into connection with the oneness um, because from my experience that work has helped that a lot for me and it's not to say that you're like never gonna wake up sad again or you're never gonna be unhappy again but you start to wake up every day really recognizing each day as a new day and this is kind of morbid but we we are all like on this on the same path to death like realistically that's what we're that's doing. what i always tell myself though and so it's like <laughs> this is we don't north america doesn't like to talk about yeah, death yeah. Like everybody gets really but nervous yeah but exactly that's where we're all going <laughs> exactly it is the reality of it and through a path like meditation you're really able to understand life on a on a deeper level and embrace it in a much different way than than what we've been taught and it starts to become like instilled in you that like every day you know you don't know what's gonna <laughs> the dog is growling <laughs> don't you tell me don't you tell me I 
was so well timed. <laughs> but yeah, you're just you're happy every day. Like I, I, I honestly don't know how else to explain it. Even when you're mad or there's something shitty going on, there now instead of there being like an underlying misery adding to that, there's this underlying feeling of like everything's gonna be okay. And it'll pass. This exactly. is temporary. Exactly. It gives you like you really begin to understand the impermanence of your mind exactly. and your thoughts. It's exactly. gonna pass. And so you can basically go through your day in a really stressed out way, which physically actually changes your chemistry, mm -hmm. your blood chemistry in your body. So, you know, you, you meditate, you have less cortisol, stress hormones. So physical things change in your body as well, right? So if you're stressed out all the time, you know, it affects your heart, it affects mm. your lungs, it affects all kinds of stuff in your body. So it really helps, it really helps your physical being too, not just your spiritual and your mental, yeah. it helps your physical body. Um, so yeah. Well, there's so many things that like, a simple thing such as back pain or like chronic pain somewhere, it's like, you can't necessarily always locate where it's coming from. But a lot of it can be coming from the effects of stress. Or, Most of it is. You know, exactly. Like, and then when it turns into a disease, it, the original source was probably some stress that like exactly. manifested into whatever sickness or illness that it is. Exactly. So it's almost kind of preventative too, where it's like you're, you're taking care of your mind and your, and your body. But I think impermanence is a very important thing to talk about also. Yeah. Because for me, it's something that I work on a lot. What do you mean? Be more, so, like, in impermanence. So, but like, how how do you use that in your life? Like, what do you mean for you? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> so, I get really caught up in you know thinking that things are the way they are and they're going to be like that forever. So, like for example, with relationships or with jobs or with friendships or with family and it's almost like you're kind of taking for granted the things that you have and the relationships that you have right now and we forget about the impermanence of it all how everything is always changing and how everything can change and will change um and so sitting down and detaching with the idea that everything is permanent and everything is forever is a huge part of my practice because you know, especially if you're going through like relationship problems, you, you know, you do all this work and you don't do the work of detaching from the idea of things being permanent. And then you get into a problem with your relationship and your whole world is falling apart. And it's because you, you didn't work on that. So it's just another, it's just another, but it's just like another way of that lesson manifesting exactly. in another human being exactly. almost, right? It's like, it's going to come up and come up exactly. and come up. Like right now, till it smashes you in the face and yeah. you go, oh, now exactly. I get it. <laughs> like right now, you're you are the age that you are. You you have the body that you have. You have, you know, the face that you have, the hair that you have. But like in a few years from now, that's all gonna change. It's all gonna change. Kill me. <laughs> that's the other thing. Of course, too. but that's yeah, a huge that thing deal, that women deal with every yeah. day. And I was thinking about that today. That's a huge one. And actually. Um, I was just reading some more on it, and it's uh, apparently it, it really helps in anti-aging as well. Yeah. So less costs at the surgeon's office. <laughs> but, but that's anyway, another. But that even but, oh, but even the term anti-aging is something we gotta get rid of. Yeah, yeah that's true. It's not because happen. it's like what's wrong with aging? Number one, 
And there is no such thing as anti-aging. And number two, it's like, who's to say you can't be 60 and fucking gorgeous at 60 with whatever wrinkles and shit that's going on, right? It's like, it's like, that's the other thing. So as Amanda said, so not being attached to like, okay, I look like this now. Right. I'm not going to look like this, not even tomorrow. Exactly. Five years, 10 years from now. Yeah. And really accepting that it's okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're going to change. We're all going to change. We're all evolving. We're all decaying. It's true. (laughs) Literally, that's exactly the word. We are all like as soon as you're born but our society just cannot handle that yeah. we can't handle that you know we're 50 and we want to look like we're 20 like right. why yeah we're different people at 50 yeah so embrace how you look at that age and okay. also enjoy it while it's there because it's like you know even when you're it's like i look fleeting. back at photos yeah. of like four years ago and i'm like all i did then was complain that i was fat yeah. and i look fucking amazing exactly. and i'm like i could i wish i would have just enjoyed it instead of been bitching the entire yeah. time you know, we're wrapped up in what's going on in the mind, mm-hmm. but I also, present in the moment. But I also mind. think like we're wrapped up because there's so many things coming at us. It's like, absolutely. it's like, so, especially for women. It's like, that's why be skinny, be so perfect, important. be beautiful, be smart, but then don't show that you're too smart. It's like so many different things that it's like, you can't even help but be ingrained yeah. and conditioned with it. It's like. So it's like we're it's like you're almost have to like take off the shit that was put on. Exactly. And the meditation will help you That's get rid exactly. of the layers. Exactly. Because you're you're actually tapping into um, not just this physical body. You're tapping into no form. Right. Call it the spirit, call it the divine, I don't know. Everybody calls it differently. Exactly. But you're tapping into timelessness actually. So mm-hmm. it's you know no body, no time. That's what you're tapping into. Um I was just talking to a friend of mine who got... Who the heck was it? Anyway, that's crazy. I don't remember. But uh, she got back from Japan. Oh, a really good friend of mine, actually. And she got back from Japan. And I was like, so what's it like there? And she's telling me about like the architecture and stuff. I'm like, no, what are the people like? And she's like, it's so interesting because it's so so much more mindful there. But she's like... She's like, I did an experiment. She's like, because I noticed it. She's like, if you sit on sitting on the subway, she's like, keep in mind, it's 10 times more packed than right. it is here. Mm-hmm. She's like, so it's sardines. She's like, but if you get up to get off, everyone moves out of the way. Wow. No one oh, is pushing and, and this and that. She's like, it's just so interesting. She's like, no one litters. Like, it, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. She's like, they don't even have garbage cans because that's not the way they... Um, I guess like dispose of whatever and she just like she gave me like a whole list of things she's like they're just way more mindful and way more and you you can see it in society and the culture and you I like I forgot about that word and it's really good that you brought the word mindful because Mm -hmm. you go through your day much more mindfully Mm -hmm. what you're doing how you're doing it what you're saying and I'm not saying that you're you know behaving perfectly all the time right. you have these tools to help you but you actually really realize and are aware how you're mm-hmm. behaving how you spoke to someone it could yeah. be you're in the grocery line and you could have i catch know, myself doing it all the time i'm exactly. at the gas station and, and i'm can. in my shit mood and i'm not even saying hi to this person and i always am like fuck hi how's exactly. your day like you know everyone deserves like that human interaction even yeah. if it's for three so seconds that mindfulness exactly is exactly what you're going to tap into as well as you go through your day yeah. and you're going to really notice how your mm-hmm. mood is and how you're behaving and going holy crap so there's a lot of reflection going on right. too um, so basically you become a better person a nicer person too i mean even on that level true. Right? you that treat your point. human being a little nicer uh-huh. right Instead yeah. of wanting to rip their head off some mornings. Yeah. I think it's so interesting, though, because it's like we all want to talk about the state of the world and the state of North America and Donald Trump and all these yeah. bad things. And it's like everyone just wants to talk about the topics. Yeah. 
Right. Let's discuss why my topic, I have all these reasons in your topic, and let's just talk about these fucking topics and debate it for a longer time. But I always, in my mind, when I'm listening to these conversations on wherever, the news and podcasts and stuff, it's like you're not even getting into the real layer of it. No, because it's all, it's, it's stimulation. It's stimulation for the brain, it's stimulation, it's drama, and it's like melodrama, and that's what we're conditioned to want. We're conditioned to like want to get caught up in all the drama and want to get caught up in all this stimulation and be distracted by like conversations that seem really stupid sometimes. Um, but like when you tap into that, to that deeper essence, that deeper source, you start to just become an observer of these things and you, you no longer want to engage in them. Or you it just almost seems pointless to me. Yeah. yeah, it does. But that's because you're aware and you have that awareness. And that awareness only comes with practice. As, as the more you practice, the more awareness you gain, the more you realize that you are consciousness, everything is consciousness. Um, Another thing I noticed that it's helped me with, and like I said, lately I haven't been... Like, I was, like, nonstop yeah. before, but lately I haven't. But even still help me with like little things and like having integrity with certain things so like if you go into a store and you're trying something on you don't just like throw it back and not give a shit it's like you know like have integrity for even Mm. stupid little things like that it's not even stupid just little tiny things like that it's it that's compassion and 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 self-control and self-regulation yeah so that you're not impulsive and just you know act at that moment and pause yeah, your reactions are differently. Yeah. You don't even feel the need to, to pounce on people, I, I find. It's very, very different. Yeah. But what was the thing you were saying about the wallet? when we were? Because I actually didn't even hear the story. Okay, so this happened to me today. I went to see my mother at... Um, she's in a nursing home, so we went and I hung out with her for a while. And uh, I didn't prepare lunch day. I usually bring my lunch, and I didn't. So I thought, okay, I'm going to leave here, and I'll go have something to eat at Nature's Emporium. Mm-hmm. So I left, drove the car, and I just talking out loud to myself about breathing, meditation, all that stuff. I was having a great time <laughs> driving calmly. So I get to Nature's Emporium, and I went to the back. Sometimes I put my purse in the um, my wallet in the trunk, and it wasn't there. And I thought, oh damn. So I get back in the car, and I start driving back to my mother. And it, and I just bring it up as an example because many times in the past. Um, if that had happened to me, I would have been flipping out, going, yeah. oh, fuck, oh my God, now I gotta go back there and I gotta drive in the truck. And I would go completely apeshit, yeah. right? So everything in your body changes the chemistry, your cortisol levels, the heart starts beating, you're breathing shallow. And I still have to go get my wallet and purse and, and you know, and come so, back. So and get you something. knew you didn't even lose it? No, I was very aware <laughs> that I didn't lose it and I'm driving back. Like, so you would have freaked out even if you didn't lose it? What do you mean? If I didn't lose it. Like, you would have had that panic attack before, even though you didn't lose it? Lose my wallet? Yeah, I thought you were going to say you lost it. No, I just freaking out because I had to drive back. Oh. Drive all the way back. Like, the whole process. Yeah. I would have been flipping out and freaking and screaming. and But it didn't happen that way. I got back in my car and says, okay, well, I have to go pick up my wallet. Yeah. And, it, and I was so aware that, wow, that reaction was really different and nice. And so yeah. my whole state, my physical state was very calm. My heart wasn't beating. I wasn't breathing shallow. And I just was, and the traffic was crazy heading back. And I just continued with self-talk out loud about breathing <laughs> meditation. And I had a great time and I got there. So my point is the state of what I was in 
right? Having to do this, going to get my wallet and purse was in a really calm state versus freaking yeah. out, versus yeah. freaking out. So you choose, you know, whether I was in a good state and happy, regardless, wasn't the greatest thing. I had to, you know, lose 45 minutes, so to speak, or getting there and doing the same process, but freaking out yeah. and yelling and screaming. And so it feels amazing when that happens. It really mm. feels amazing. Um, and yeah, and I did went to get my wallet, went back, had something to eat and I was fine. Right. Instead of agitated and shaking and for what? Right. Well, that's for an what? example of that freedom, because if you look exactly, at, yeah, if you look at the kleshas from, um, this is getting like really. See it. Um, I'd be interested to know. I don't know what that means. So the kleshas are were by Patanjali, and he was a he was a a yoga sage. Um, he basically wrote the most popular book in in yoga philosophy, and so the kleshas are the. What is it called? Uh, the, the Yoga Sutras. Oh, cool. So he outlined the five kleshas, which um, outline all the ways in which we are not free. The first one, I'm not going to remember them. This is so bad. I'm not going to remember them exactly. But the first <laughs> one is forgetting what you are. Um, I, I just want to talk about what the one that relates to what you're saying before. I forget. So the one that relates to what you're saying is um, is kind of desire and letting go of getting rid of desire because desire is the kind of cause for all of our anger. So when you have the desire for something to go a certain way or when you have that strong desire for something and you don't get it or that strong desire for something to really not happen and it happens anyway, all of these things cause anger. But when we're able to get rid of that desire through meditation, then you're free from that aggression and that anger and that frustration that might have otherwise came up if something didn't go your way. So that that's like a perfect example of, of like, oh shit, like I left my wallet, like that's not how I wanted my day to go. Like I planned to take my wallet with me when I left so I could get lunch. Um, but because you have this this freedom, it's not even a sense of freedom, it is freedom. It, you didn't have that reaction that maybe you would have before you started practicing. Absolutely. And that's like the whole, for me, that's one of the main goals of it, is just to set yourself free from all of those things. How the hell do you set yourself free from and desire in this life? Work. Well, desire can work in a good way too. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it can, allow you to manifest things that you want in your life. But I, exactly what Amanda's saying is that you, these desires of how you want your day to work out, well, it's, it doesn't always work out that way. And there's also nothing wrong with desire or wanting abundance or wanting things. It becomes an issue when you're, and I think we've talked about this before, it's, it becomes an issue when you're attached to that. Yeah. And when you're attached to that outcome and when you're attached to, I desire this and this is the outcome. So if you're attached to the outcome, but it doesn't happen that way because you're not necessarily in control of the way things are happening. For but you. they say, and even in the law of attraction, which I'm like so mm -hmm. into, uh, when you want something too much, too bad, you're never going to get it. Mm -hmm. Like you have to have that place where you desire it, but you can also walk away and not think about it for a while because yeah. that's when it comes. That's not when, when you're like, oh my God, I want this guy so bad. Yeah, he ain't going to want you if, you if that energy is like being exactly. sent out or whatever it is, right? Because it's desire without attachment. When you have that desire with that attachment, it's like you start to create this aspect of control around it. 
And we can't really control what happens in our life. You can control things to a certain extent. But it's like, I can just relate that to like any guy, like any guy mm-hmm. that I've like wanted so bad. They're like, can you get the hell away from me? <laughs> no, and then guys true. that I'm like, can you just leave me alone? Like when you, it's like when you care less, it's like they just want you even more. Yeah. Right. And it's, it really is. It's not just like. Yeah. But a I don't matter think it's of about caring less. I think it's about I don't mean caring surrendering to the situation for however it's gonna play out. But I mean, I don't even mean care in a bad way. It's like sometimes you're just not thinking about it. Yeah. It's like not yeah. caring, like just not like, yeah. like obsessing. Happens, happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I think all of these. I mean, you didn't list all of them, but they all kind of roll into each other. They do. So you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, forgetting first one is forgetting what we truly are, so our essence. Um, which I would say in today's society mm, nobody really knows who they are connect with that exactly. sense unless you're, you have a really deep spiritual okay do practice. you know who you are Is, do you, who are you who am I well from a worldly point I can no, say no, who are you? who are you to you to me? Not from a worldly point, just to you. I'm the universe. <laughs> it's true. She is. You too? Yeah. Everyone is. There's no... So the question, who are you, we tend to ask it in a way that's related to the ego. So we tend to ask like, it in a what way... What do you do? Who what are is you? your name? Well, what based on like conditions, yeah. Right. What yeah. do you do for a living? Uh, how old are you? And these things in yoga... Like I said, they, these things are all related to ego, and the ego is is not like this inflated state of being, like the way we usually interpret it. It's your roles and your identities, and like I said before, all these things that were given to you. So your name is Bianca. You have brown hair. You're tall. You do whatever you do for a living, kind of thing, and that's what we usually think we are. Um, so when you ask who you are, that's what people will answer. Exactly. That's why I kind of mostly, mostly, yeah. Unless... But for us, like even now recently, like I'm like, even like answering the question "How are you?" is hard for me because it, answering well, it's a bullshit it, answer every time. Exactly, and answering it is so attached to ego and like really. Sometimes I, I want to be like, do you really want to know? Yeah. <laughs> do you really yeah. want to know the answer to that? I think people just <laughs> say how are you to acknowledge. It's just a high. It's a high, For basically. Sure. Because, yeah. I mean. But I totally I, understand that hard yeah. to, like, sometimes I just want to be like, do you really want to know how the fuck I am yeah. right now? Like seriously, like when I'm, you know, like some, like somewhat you're everyone, like for me, I'm like going through dips. Sometimes I'm amazing. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, do you really want me to whip out the list of things yeah. that I am right now? Cause it's like. I don't know. I, I try not to say how are you to people. Yeah. I don't I like agree. it as an acknowledgement yeah. personally. Yeah. I agree. I'll say how's it going. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's more of an acknowledgement than versus, you know, how are For you sure. really? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's different. Sure. Sure. How's it going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the clay shadows. This is so bad. I had to do this. So yeah, the first one in Sanskrit is avidya. So that's ignorance is not knowing what you truly are. So, and that essence is the kind of what you're the overall picture of what you're doing when it comes to meditating is experiencing and recognizing what that true essence is and that true essence that 
I have in me, that you have in you, that you have in you, it's the same in everyone. And that's what that's where this term like of oneness comes from. It's within every single living thing, within every single tree, within every single plant and flower and but that's insects. why there's so many issues because nobody thinks that they're like the next person beside them exactly because we're very disconnected it's, even to nature nobody exactly. thinks that but that's literally like it's like everybody wants to fight about like all these different things you don't even need to mention all the things that they are but right. it's like it doesn't even matter it's like skimming the surface all of yeah. these arguments that i hear it's like you're not even you're not even like like if there's a stairway you're not even on the first step yeah. yet it's like you're 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 fighting about like the color of your skin and right. like this and that and where you live and all like it's like that's not even that's no. not even the fucking debate right now yeah so that's to me all i hear is noise like yeah. when i'm hearing all these things and it's like on the biggest platform and on the news and then i'm like mm -hmm. holy crap like no it it's like it's such idea. a joke i yeah. know but it just gives you an idea how disconnected mm -hmm. how disconnected the world is now mm -hmm. modern society completely disconnected yeah. Because if you're here, and, and, and like, like it's a lot now, like all kinds of stuff that's going on. It just so shows you the disconnection that's going that on. That is the scarier part than that's any of actually, it, actually. Any of anything else. Yeah. And I mean, it's so evident all around us that there's mm -hmm. a huge disconnection, right? Exactly. So if you could be that like, just that one connected person in like a group of people you not that naturally starts to mm -hmm. shine. You don't try to do it. You don't try to be an enlightened person. You don't try to be a person who meditates. No. It just starts to happen. You start to react less. You start to connect on a deeper level with people. You start to uh, your compassion and your love starts to show a little more, and that rubs off on people. Like people will be like, "Wow, that girl was like." really nice to me and like that or she's yeah, just, that was a real that or she's just really hot <laughs> or that. yeah but yeah you, you start to have that effect on people and then you so know, imagine everybody doing a bit of meditation exactly. and everybody's behaving like this yeah but the thing is it's like sometimes meditation for everyone like like i know when i see people that are dancers like they met that's meditating for, them for fucking three hours so like when i see my friend shabar dance i'm like you're meditating you don't even know it that's his meditation people who are runners that's their meditation yeah. Yeah. so that's why there's so many forms and people take it in different forms exactly. that could be their meditation yeah. they're really in that moment yeah. they're in that and they can touch their source there exactly. look at these famous musicians mm -hmm. um that have gone through like Bach and whatever. They didn't sit down. They got tapped in through mm -hmm. essence and their thing was music. Yeah. So that's where their, their genius came from. Exactly. Famous scientists. Yeah. This is, I mean, that's, but that's what, what a lot saying. of artists will say. Like even painters are like, I'm not, I didn't create this. No, it's like, I'm it's just the vessel. You're, it's just coming vessel. through me. Absolutely. Exactly. I'm completely yeah. like, even like Einstein. So have you watched genius, the show on him? No, I haven't, but so, I... It's so good, but whenever I watch him, like, he was an enlightened being. Like, yeah. he... And he, he didn't he even say, like, um, the laws of relativity. He was yeah. in an altered state, exactly. and he wasn't high. Exactly. But he went into a different state of consciousness, exactly. and he came up with all these brilliant ideas. It wasn't from logic. I believe no. he, he said that, Yeah. right? So it, it's coming from... So if you open up yourself to that, mm -hmm. imagine what you can accomplish. Yeah, it's so <laughs> right? true. And even something like relativity, like... Not to like whatever, but it's still so relative today and like not even just to science, to everything. And that's that's another thing that meditation opens up your eyes to is like everything is relative. Everything. What do you mean by that? So the way 
How can I explain this? Give me an example. Like, what do you mean when you say relative for you? Like, I, I, I get the word, but I'm, I'm trying to understand. understand you could that. be looking at something, but everybody's at a different angle, so you're going to see the picture differently. Right. That's but that's relative. perspective. It's also, it's also, it's also, also, relative, it's also yeah. That's yeah. <clears throat> another example. It's like the way things are relating to you and you're relating to things. So I could change the way I relate to people and that will therefore change the way they relate to me. You know, like, like I said, I can, like, if I really want to, I could be a really big bitch to someone and then they'll be, just be a bitch back to me. Or it could be... It's that like context person. almost, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really interesting because when you're talking about, you know, having a breathing practice or a meditation practice, you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay mm -hmm. anything. We yeah. have it. We all have it accessible and yeah. right there for us, right? People are spending all kinds of money on different things and this and that. Mm -hmm. And that's all fine too. There's many, many tools for wellness, not mm -hmm. suggesting that you shouldn't, but this is like a foundational thing that you can work on mm -hmm. and it's easily accessible because yeah. it's you. <laughs> you can actively breathe, mm -hmm. deep breathing, and you can do your meditation. Yeah. It's you. You can do it in any form. Like some of these athletes, that's their meditation, sitting and breathing, walking in the park, um, connecting with nature. Every single, so I, I went to, like I said, I went to that big conference in LA, every single person up there. That was successful? They were all successful, but I'm talking about the ones that were like jobs that you're like, how, how yeah. do you have that? Like they meditated? Every single one talked about it. Yeah. Every single person. That doesn't yeah. surprise me at all. I mean, it's LA, so like everyone meditates, but I get yeah. like, it was just like across the board. So yeah. it's like... And I told you what Jerry Seinfeld said. I always bring this one up because you know me and Seinfeld. But he's like, I couldn't have gotten through that show if I didn't meditate. He's like, there's just no way. He's like, the the way we were going and the amount that we were we were like um, producing it and just the amount of time and effort and how many hours a day. And he's like, there's just no way I would have been able to well, do it. It's because you're setting aside that time to be mindful and conscious of the way that you're living. So if you keep going through this path where it's like constantly go, 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 go. You're not, in that time you can either be making decisions that, you know, just go with that kind of flow or you can start to make decisions and still be in that flow that are a little more conscious and a little more mindful. So even from like, you know, there's like all these like super busy people and they don't want to take five minutes to like make their lunch or something like that. And this is, a conscious and mindful aspect another one that yoga um, meditation helps with because you can be on this path and be busy and you can still be on this path and be busy but make these more conscious decisions it's like okay tomorrow like I'm gonna be really busy you know I have to eat am I gonna go out and eat shit or am I gonna you know take 10 minutes or 15 minutes to make something that's such day? a good thing to bring up too it's like there's a reason why you're eating the shit. Exactly. It's not just because it tastes good. Yeah. Because the reason why you're doing it, and there's a reason why, for anything. Yeah. It's like there's a reason why you're doing it that's like deeper than what you think it is. It's like. Exactly. Much deeper. Yeah. And, and that could go for anything. Mm -hmm. It's not just food. Yeah. It's like. No, it could be food. It could whatever. Be it could be small. It could be anything, right? Shit, there was something I was just going to say that was important. And it really does help in a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. You're going to take those 10 minutes to make something to exactly. eat. 
um, or at least know, okay, where am I going to be so I can go get something that's yeah. going to be good for exactly. me? Um, your thought process yeah. will be better. Your decision-making. decision, decision making, um, And that's why he probably much more said that, that's why he got through the show because it's like you can only go on a path like that for so much where you're, where you're living unconsciously, basically. That's what I was just going to say. Right? There was this another thing where I'm, I don't know what it is, but I'm like obsessed with watching like jail documentaries. Yeah. I just find it so interesting. Yeah. You know, it's the saddest shit in the yeah. world. Um, watch some of that stuff. But there too. was one guy in there who was like, I could stay in here the rest of my life. He's like, because everyone I know out there is in jail. I'm not. Yeah. It was just so yeah. mind-blowing to hear him true. say that because he, he was talking about like doing all kinds of work like this and just really, he's like, I'm happy I went to jail. He's like, because he found it. He was talking about all kinds of spirituality that yeah. I didn't know about. But he was he was saying, he's like, I, he's like, I don't need to leave here. Yeah. He's like, jail's in your mind. He's like... Okay, so this is the thing. All I think he means is that, like, you can be trapped even if you're not physically trapped. Yeah, but exactly. But there's a certain level of spirituality. There's, like... I, I feel like there's, like, these really ungrounded spiritual people. And that, that kind of reminds me of that a little. Where it's, like, you know, everything is nothing. And, like, this world is nothing. No, you I get that. Nothing. I get that. I get that. You are nothing. I get that. I get that. But, like, you're not nothing because you're a human being and you're on this world in a human body for a certain reason and you're here to fulfill that reason and so we can't disregard our humanity like our humanity is what keeps us grounded and I totally get what he was saying where it's like to me I interpret that as you know he set himself free from all the things that were binding him and all the things the ideas that he is not free but technically like you know he's physically not free he's maybe his purpose can be served in jail like who knows but I think it's important to remember that. To remember that we can't just disregard our humanity no. and be like this. Yeah, you can't push it away. Spiritual person. Yeah, like, yeah, but it's like uh, the way I. It's interesting that you say that because it's like the way I took it was like I know hundreds of people that are trapped every day. It's like yeah, and they're walking around and they're free. walking around free, have everything yeah, they want. 100%. So it was like like it's it's just wild to hear that kind of yeah. comparison because it's like, it's like actually completely get that being yeah. completely in jail in your mind. Right, for sure. <laughs> Right. Yeah, of course. I, I, so, like, yeah. <laughs> I completely yeah. get that. And you're walking around, but you're really not free. Yeah. <laughs> you're not living awake. You're mm-hmm. living... That's what... That's what... I, that's exa- yeah, exactly. You're living asleep. You're not... You're not living consciously. And you're so attached to your mind, your ego, yeah. that part of it. And, and it's interesting because if you really listen to what your thoughts are a lot of them are completely repetitive all right. the time same stuff it's like a record mm-hmm. broken record mm-hmm. and it keeps going right um so just being really conscious of, of what your thoughts are too. and that reminds me of and sorry if i no, can continue whoa, whoa. whatever you know your thoughts are connected to your body it affects yeah. your body so if you're constantly in a negative state mm-hmm. um it translates into your body, your body, your blood chemistry, mm. you know, and that's when we talked about, you know, people getting physically ill, but yeah. they don't, you know, don't smoke, don't drink, but you get physically ill from some of these stuff. So you hold them in different areas yeah. of your body. I'm so sorry. I'm no, not don't say sorry. So, I just, you, you know, thinking, you idea. yeah, so you become aware of what your thoughts are. Yeah. Right. And adding to that, another thing we don't think of enough is like our self-talk. And 
You would probably never speak to someone the way you speak to yourself ever, unless you like absolutely so fucking mean to ourselves. Yeah, and that's another huge thing where it's like, <sighs> like, take one day and document yourself. If talk. you write it down, you would if be second. Literally, be scary. like, no, I would never speak to anyone like this. Like, why? We think it's okay. To, it's not okay. To be so hard on ourselves and like to be so negative with ourselves and it's not okay. Like it's it's just not okay. And that's that's like something that especially women need to start changing yeah. because if you see yourself like that, how are you ever gonna possibly even relate to another woman? That's actually such a good idea though, yeah. to write it down. I tell as gross as it might be, that, because yeah. number one, it will get it out. Yeah. And number two, maybe if you physically It'll see it, you could be like, wow. Yeah. And this stuff is like going into your cells yeah. and then deep into your body. You do it every single day. Yeah. And then... 10, I'm the queen 15. of doing that. Well, yeah. I, I, and you probably the do queen. it, you know, you notice. Like, well, I don't, it's just like second nature. Queen, but yeah. yeah. And it becomes second nature. It becomes mm -hmm. second nature. And it's scary. But writing it down is a, is a great idea because then you actually look at it and say, yeah. holy shit, is this what I'm saying about myself yeah. every day? But then you it's know? like, it's like you know Louise Hay, of course. Of course. She, she, like her meditation is so good, even though it's like super corny, but it's like, it's so good because yeah. she'll be like, okay, now we're going to get up. Thank the bed that you just laid on. Thank I your love pillows. That one. <laughs> just like, I love things. that. But one. she'll she'll switch I every do that thought for a long time. Hers actually helped me a lot. But she switch she'll switch all of the thoughts into positive ones. She'll be like, everyone loves me. Everyone loves me so much. And just like the complete opposite. So I was like, holy shit. So when you keep doing this meditation, you end up doing that. Like you yeah. end up being like. I think I'm pretty good. Like I'm great. Like I like exactly. you just replace all those, not all of them, but if you could replace a lot of them yeah. over time, yeah. it really does change even who you attract, your life, everything. Yeah. And even with the self-talk, it's like when you're trying to change it, you kind of have to like, you have to lie it. to yourself you have to a bit. Until you make it hundred percent. It's okay though. Yeah. And then you, you keep doing it and it like, it just works because the, again, it's all just a thought. So if you're going to have the bad exactly. shitty ones, why not just have the nice exactly. ones? Absolutely. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. I think you'll we'll end on that you, note. And you'll find you'll be yeah. smiling more. Your eyes will light yeah. up. Your whole, your whole face changes, yeah. right? Um, I mean, it's a process. I mean, it just it doesn't, you know. The way, oh my god, I gotta send you hers. It's actually really good, but it's like, it's, it actually, if I can deal with it, you can. What? <laughs> no, 100%. She's cool. But like, she'll get into little pieces. Louise Hay. Oh, I love the, I thank the bed that you're on. Thanks for, I love it, everyone. I really like this. Thank you, bed. Thank you, pillow. It's so cute. And then because so that's what it is. She goes, every single object is living. Yeah. Like eat the table. So she's like, thank it for being there. You need the table. Like everything every fucking, energy. she'll talk about like everything. Like thank everything. Yeah. Thank you, car. Like everything. And I'm like, now I do that with my car all the time. Yeah. I'll get in my car. I'm like, oh, thank you, car, for being there for me and getting me where I need to go. Yeah. Like all that stuff. So right? it comes to gratitude too and yeah, abundance, exactly. which is huge. So if you can be. You know, at, you know, at night, even a few things that you're grateful for in the morning, and then you get into the habit of that, and you go, "Wow!" I mean, being really grateful. It's got to be heartfelt, not just exactly. saying the words. Oh, I'll thank my this and thank my that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, like feel this gratitude, <laughs> right? Feel the gratitude. Feel it in your cells. Feel it in your bones, right? And uh, yeah. And I find once you started a gratitude practice, like if you're sitting down to do like a yeah. gratitude practice. 
at first it's like hard to come up with a few things, but then anything. You just, it just snowballs into anything and everything. And that's that what made me think of that, like saying things I'm grateful for this table and the car because I love that. that's how it just reminded me of that. I freaking love the table. I was listening to another one. This is ages ago. His name yeah, is Michael Lozier, I think. And he would have an, he's like, have an abundance journal. So have it in your phone. I have it, I have mm-hmm. it in my phone. It pops up all the time, but you write down everything that someone's given you throughout the day oh, and it could be anything. Yeah. And when I was writing it, it would just quadruple. So like someone opened the door for me at Starbucks today. Someone let me in when I was driving. Like it could be the smallest thing to the biggest thing. And then you write it down. And then when you look back, you're like, whoa. I was given a lot of things today. Write it down. And all that does is just create more space for more to be attracted into it. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. An abundance journal. Yeah. And at first you felt like, fuck, I didn't really get anything today. And then he's like, write everything down that Mm. you got. It could be that I passed you this. Right? Like, Dude, like, can I get to do that one? That one I used like to have. Like, you pass me the teacup, like anything. Like, yeah, but that that sounds, I really like that. Yeah, I have to do I love, and I, I got addicted to doing it. I was like, oh my God, I gotta write down all the stuff I got today. Yeah. And it looks like, it's like, oh my God, I got this, Imagine like all doing this stuff. That in, 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 like, just in everything that yeah. you do. Everything, everything, not just yeah. like your work, whatever. Yeah. Like, wow, I like that one. I gotta practice that one. Yeah, I like that too. Abundance journals, people. I gotta start doing that. I've done that in a long time, but yeah, I gotta start doing Thank you. I gotta start doing that. Self talk and abundance journals. Yeah, I like that one. I'm gonna write this down. See how we all help each other? (laughs) That's amazing. And see, you wouldn't have heard it if you didn't do the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Now streaming live on CNN. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, thank you guys for listening. Say bye, y'all. Bye. Meditate, breathe. (laughs) Love it, live it. And uh, you can follow me at I am Bianca Harris and Whip Toronto everywhere. Do you want to give yours? Sure. I, I don't even know what mine is. Um, AV Yoga. AV Yoga. That's A what should... dot. A dot B. Dot. Yoga. Oh, there's two dots. I don't know. I'll have to check. Check quickly. Um, and also, if you're in Toronto, um, come by our pop up shop. It's going to be after the meditation. Um, workshop at 4 30 at 88 Ossington. we're doing a pop-up shop we're going to be selling six different uh sorry um, pieces from six different artists there's going to be mugs totes t-shirts pins a whole bunch of stuff and it's going to be um really cute and we're going to be donating to some of the proceeds to sistering to so come by there if uh you're free this saturday october 14th my Instagram is av.yoga. av.yoga. Know your handles, people. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll hear from you next time.